Welcome to Funny to a Certain Extent. You dummies. <laughs> They're so dumb. Right, everyone welcome back we have a good friend of mine a army recruiter one of my buddies uh staff sergeant kyle goslin welcome to our podcast what's up dude how's it going what's going on man uh really quick before we start and get in these questions uh go ahead and plug like any of your social media that you want to like maybe your facebook or whatever you do to or your recruiting station or whatever yeah uh, so i work in kyle Falls in ohio um so that's about it. I'm about to cancel the, uh, the social media accounts I have since I'm moving to Maine in a little bit. Um, but for right now, mm, okay. Goss. Yeah, for right now, I mainly use Instagram. It's just Goss underscore Father. So Goss, Goss Father, I like it. Yeah. Try to keep it hip. <laughs> okay, I like that. Uh, yeah. So I've I've known Gosson for a really long time. He, uh, I met him at my first duty station like eight years ago. And I've known I've known Goslin ever since we were stationed together in uh, in Georgia. Uh, Goslin was always the coolest fucking guy you, you would ever see. He was just always laying low. Everyone liked him, like from the lowest private to like the highest higher up. Like he was just like too cool for school. So when you when he became a recruiter, I was like, man, this guy's gonna do so good. He's just like he's super cool. Um, but yeah, so I've known Goslin for a minute. Um, so we want to talk to you about your recruiting. Um, but before we get to that, like. How long have you been in the army? Like, why did you join the army? What's it been like these past however many years? Uh, so I joined. So I work in my hometown, which is kind of a unique, like situation. Like, I work out of the same recruiting office I joined out of in high school, and mm-hmm. then oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I joined at the end of my junior year, and then I waited until I graduated senior year, and then I left. Um, obviously, we both went infantry, so that's the same. Um, and, uh, that was in 2010. So I just hit 11 years. Um, yeah, it's been, been a wild ride. Had some good times in Georgia, went to Colorado for a little bit, then came down on recruiting orders. Um, and so now I decided to reclass permanently to recruiter. So I'll do this until mm-hmm. hopefully until I retire, if, if they'll have me. So, oh, okay. So you said you came down on orders. Did you you actually came down on orders, or did you put in? Did you request? To yeah, it was a, a it was a DA select. Oh, okay. So were you pretty upset when that happened? Were you just like, "Fuck, man, I really don't want to be a recruiter, or I want to do something different"? No, no, I, I was pretty ha- I was pretty happy because you know how it is. Like you got to do that broadening assignment, and mm-hmm. I'm not a yeller, so drill sergeant didn't seem <laughs> like the most appealing thing to me. Um, so I, yeah, I was, I was pretty excited about recruiting. I didn't think I would reclass, um, but it just, it just made sense career wise mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah. And you got kind of lucky cause right now what's happening in the big army is everyone and their mother. If you're a staff sergeant, you're going to be a drill sergeant. Like I've been in my unit for my new unit for a little bit over a year. And I want to say over half my staff sergeants 
have, uh, have come down on drill orders and like half of them have uh, decided not to do it so now they're getting out of the army because they don't want to do that assignment so you probably dodge a huge bullet by not being uh, or by staying recruiter yeah and it was crazy too because um now like they aren't letting infantry guys come out to recruiting they like our our branch managers essentially were like hey we keep losing too many guys so like mm-hmm. in my company for recruiting there's like maybe 30 of us that are like yeah there's like 30 of us in the company it's small and we're spread out over a big area um and practically like every infantry dude is reclassed or a large a large majority of them have switched yeah i know i know a lot of them are trying they're trying to drop their i don't know infantry is very fun and it's great but man like if you've been doing it for a really long time it's super killer on your body and i know a lot of a lot of guys like us are trying to do something different but like you said it's just so hard right now just with the way the army is and where everything's going it's like super hard to switch your job so yeah uh, but yeah so with that um uh what's it what was it what was the school like to become a recruiter i know like there's gonna be like a lot of different people listening to this and i know like a handful of dudes are from the army that listen to this too and they want to become a recruiter like what's the school like is it super hard is it nothing but paperwork I've always wanted uh, that myself. So, it's uh, the school was cool. Like it was, I liked it. It was a relaxed school. Like, um, I so you do like mock, like mock interviews, and you kind of ex- like learn how to like talk about the army, and you you figure out ways to talk about the army that anybody can understand. Versus like if mm-hmm. me and you could sit here and start talking about things and get lost in like acronyms or just things that we understand, right? Like bound yeah. to cover to us is just mm-hmm. like a simple process. But if you say that to somebody yeah. who has no idea, they're like, I literally have no idea what we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it like simple terms like that, right? Or like an LOA or whatever. So you have to, you learn like how to kind of take that away. But recruiting mm-hmm. i i think this the school is there and this is just my personal opinion right is like the school is there to say hey you did it but it's not gonna make you good at it like oh it'll okay. just certify you to go do the job but it won't make you good at it like being good at it is just being like you got to learn it on your own essentially like have people skills understand how to read like other you know just have good people skills and, and the ability yeah. to, I don't know, find your like way of recruiting because everybody else's is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, so, uh, so now uh, it's like 50, 50, there's paperwork, there's interviews and it's uh, changed a lot since I went through. So, cause I went through like four years ago, but it's like way different mm-hmm. now. Cause I was just, I would went back, uh, like a month ago for station commander course in order to take over recruiting center yeah um and that course was actually very like challenging so okay so like now that the school and everything's done you finally get to your recruiting station like what what's it like like what's it like when like an 18 year old or like a 55 year old walks in and they're just like hey man like give me some info like what what's the pitch like what what's it what's that individual like like is like what kind of people do you get in general so man it's crazy like and it all depends on where you're at in the country like if it's mm-hmm. receptive yeah because like, you're in you're in ohio so i don't i don't know what ohio is like 
I was telling Ryan before you got in, I was like, most Ohio people that I've met are super fucking cool. I don't know what it is, but Ohio dudes are just super cool. Yeah, but like, uh... I've also cool. met some Ohio dudes that are super dumb, and it's like, wow, this, these, these yeah. Ohio people are nuts. But... Like, yeah, you remember Baker, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he lives up here, like, in the same kind of area I do in Ohio. And then, mm-hmm. I can't remember that other dude we had, uh... He's a real cool guy, though, man. And he lives. He was from Ohio. I know. Too. Well, there was there was McNeely. McNeely's from Ohio too. McNeely's one of the yeah. coolest dudes I ever met in my life. Yeah, he's a Southern Ohio guy, if I remember though. That's yeah. See, that's why I didn't farm. know there's a that's difference. That farm you know, life. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know there was a. Di- I thought Ohio was like all farm, like go Browns. It is, man. <laughs> so like, I live in a very. Uh, I live like in like suburbs, inner city, like a real dense population but then if you go an hour south of here you're like farmland cornfields like the whole nine and then (laughs) yeah so it's like i live in like yeah exactly i live in between akron and cleveland so Mm -hmm. it's like all city through here but right below that down you know to columbus just turn into farms um so here it's it's a different kind of thing than you would get out in the farms right uh so people that are interested in the army are, man, it's just like, it's just like in our unit, right? Like nobody, there is mm-hmm. no like cut, like claw, like it's not like a bunch of jocks. It's like a bunch of like dudes who are like into like anime and video games. And <laughs> yeah, and the, like, our, our job period is just, yeah, you, like you said, there's no specific person. There's no specific race for our job. Like you said, it could be like anime freaks, maybe dudes from the hood, rich dudes, poor dudes, like yeah. rednecks. Like it's crazy, Everybody, like how yeah, like exactly. diverse it is. Yeah, like I, you remember Owens, Staff Sergeant Owens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So best leader I've ever had, but it's mm-hmm. like just like a, he's an OG. He's like just a, like a gangster cruises yeah. around in a in a airbag uh, Cadillac. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, he had a tattoo the, on his hand. That dude was cool as yeah. fuck, man. Yeah, and uh, he's the best. He's like one of the best leaders I've ever had. And then you mm-hmm. look in like, I'm trying to think who's like polar opposite of him. Like, bro. Okay, so I'm gonna give you one. Do you remember Knight? Uh bigger, tall, so, yeah, dude, Knight, white guy. Yeah, really tall, white guy. Right, drove a yeah. Mustang, smoked like chain smoke like crazy. We yeah. would have like these. Uh, we'd have uh, like little get-togethers, right? And that dude, he was, he had like two deployments, stuff. like he was cool, but he's kind of awkward. And then he'd show up in his normal clothes, bro. It was like those rave weirdo clothes, like the big black, baggy like black pants with zippers like, on the side. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember exactly now. Yeah. Cause I wanted <laughs> so, yeah, to we, that, that was I didn't night. want to have the wrong guy pegged for it. No, no, yeah. that was night. So that's what he's saying. Like you had Sergeant Owens, who was like this gangster cholo dude, but like super pro. And then you had Knight, who was the same way. Good. And then out, out of work, he'd listen to techno music it, he he reminded me of like the dude from grandma's boy the i'm a robot guy yeah uh he gave me a ride he gave me a ride one time and that was the kind of music he was blaring like weird techno music and i was like and, and i was in your private like, and i was like cool man yeah and then you have like captain morgan like to just give you three different like all out of different ball mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah. yeah yeah and for those of you listening we actually had a company commander he was a captain and his last name was morgan and his name we all call him captain morgan uh one another great leader of ours you know what i mean like we would follow that dude to the grave you know what i mean he, and that's yeah, it, that like I said, was, that's just how diverse good, it is, you know what i mean he was real good yeah. he was great and he, 
he, you knew he was great too because he got out of the army because he, he realized how like crazy and stuff it was and he's just like you know i wanted to do this job and then now i'm gonna get out he didn't stay in and do other things or whatever but like it's just so crazy about like like you said that's just how diverse it is yeah and, and that's those are the kind of people you're getting as recruits right yeah exactly so that's like the thing is like i i and you kind of you recruit in your own image right like because that's who you're comfortable mm-hmm. with and you gotta like kind of almost pull yourself out of that because the people that you probably might like it's easy to chop it up with aren't mm-hmm. maybe the people that are gonna join because how many like we have a lot of weird dudes in the army like it's just a <laughs> yeah, lot of we weird do. dudes we really do man uh and it's cool it's just funny because like the people that i maybe count out like in my first like interaction are the ones that join Mm -hmm. um just because maybe they're skittish or they're nervous or whatever and then you have like some dude who's like super popular and he's comfortable or whatever but he's Mm -hmm. like nah that's that's not me you know what i mean so uh we get a lot of people man a lot of different a lot of different walks of life like Every single person is different. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I have some favorites, I, and I tell them all that too. Like, look, I got favorites of people that I put in, <laughs> um, and then I, you know, I have my people that I like, and you know, uh, it's rare that I have anybody that I, I don't like that I put in because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's hard for me to to fake the funk with them. Like, if I don't yeah. get a good vibe from them or whatever. So, um, what's who, who who's like the oldest you've ever put in, in the army? Like, have you ever just had a like old dude that was borderline? Uh, so I've put some dudes that and old to me and you is different than old to the rest of the world. Like old in the mm-hmm. army, I put a guy in that I went to school with. I think when he joined, he was twenty eight or twenty nine. Yeah, so that's that's pretty old. That's old. Um, and the cutoff is like thirty five. So we've our office has put some people in that were really close to that, like 33, 34. Um, but I got to put in a buddy from school, from high school, that was, uh, he was a firefighter too. And he was like, hey, like, this is just something I want to do before I, like, before it's too late. I just want to get it off the bucket list kind of thing. So he joined. He's a medic. He's at, uh, he's in Hood, I believe. Nice. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, so have you ever had like super gangster dudes come in that like had no shot at like joining the army? So, like I remember I had that like I was I was waiting to leave and this gang super gangster dude all tatted up. He walked in, he's like, "I want to join, fool!" And like you know, he failed his piss test. And, like I don't know, they they had to do the background check. They had to check his tattoos, and I remember on his stomach it said "Trust No Bitch" on his stomach. <laughs> And they were just, and the recruiter was like, "Man, that ain't no gang tattoo. That's the way of life, man. You good?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, so our so you know this is and this is the this is what's the most surprising to me is how many people fail the test. Mm-hmm. Which test? Like though? There's, there's, the, the there's ASVAB. different tests. Okay, the ASVAB, the entry level test to get in. So yeah, yeah, yeah not the drug test, not. Um, you know, that happens occasionally, but it's pretty rare. Usually mm-hmm. people that join understand like, Hey, I can't do drugs. Like mm-hmm. or else I'll fail. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and, but the amount of people that fail the ASVAB is, is very like surprising. Like I'm talking 4.0 students in high school come in and they get like a 22 or, Jeez. or people with bachelor's degrees come in and they get like a 28. 
<laughs> and you need a 31 so, to pass. And I'm just like, yeah. yeah. And they come in and they're like, hey, I want to be an officer. I want to go OCS, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, we're going to need a 110 GT score, which for people that don't understand, you have to score high on the test to get a 110 GT, which is just like a general technical score. Um, but they bomb it. And they're yeah far away from it, too. But, man, the amount of test failures we have is, is nuts. So that's, man, it's it's a lot. Do those people get, like, discouraged, the people who are, like, going for that, and then they end up finding out they're a dumb? So, yeah, so you're going to have, like, two different types of people, right? Is like, the people where they come in and they get a 20, and I'm like, hey, man, like, you got to study, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, all right, like, this isn't for me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> man, like, like, I don't think you're for it since you failed the test, like – it's yeah. kind of the first process, but then you have other people that we put them on like a study program and they'll study for a little bit. And if they take it seriously, they'll pass. Um, but yeah, you see a lot of people, you know, you see some people cry, you see some people, cause you know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, this I've seen thing, that before. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's this thing where they're like, maybe it's family tradition or it's, you know, their way to get out of a bad situation or. Mm-hmm. Uh, just something that they really want to do and then they fail after they've told people like hey i'm trying to join the military this is mm-hmm. what i want and then when they find out they're not qualified for you know how however long because uh, if you fail your first ret- your first test your first official test you can't retest for 30 days they get upset and like and it's an awkward drive home sometimes from that uh but yeah you get people discouraged and stuff like that so especially if it's a medical thing that like they didn't know like if they go mm-hmm. i just had a a senior um and he failed hearing and how was he supposed to know mm-hmm. and if he so he can go back and retest but if he fails it twice that's it and so Dunzo. for him it's it's like out of his control in a sense yeah like he can't fix it you know what i mean he can't like correct it or like somebody with a medical issue that really want to join but they're just not qualified mm-hmm. it's like man i'm sorry have you ever seen anybody you thought was in a score low score really high all the time constantly <laughs> constantly just so, judging dudes right off the bat and you're just like damn yeah so uh this is probably the highest testers we have on average at least for our office is gd holders if a gd holder comes in you're like oh this dude's good like they're going to pass. <laughs> they, they just, they test high. They just, they test high. They, I don't know what it is. It's cause I tell people too, like if they don't want to use the study thing and need like a, an instructor, I say, go do a GED prep course and you'll pass. No problem. So GED testers <laughs> though, high scores. There you go. I mean, maybe we were lied to do maybe going to high school is done. Drop out of high school, then go to adult school, get your GED, and then you could uh, join the army. High school was fucking stupid, bro. We just a bunch of stuff we didn't need. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, it's rare that I. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's tough. That's a tough one for sure. So, well, uh, what's it like? Um, I guess what's what's it like compared to what you thought it was going to be to what it actually is? Like, what are some differences where you're like, because. When I think of recruiter, I think these dudes are kind of shamming and chilling, like easy nine, like not even nine to five days, like no PT, like you know you're on your own time. You're like yeah, you got to get soldiers, but if you plan it right, you know, like what are some what what are what were your thoughts and what was the reality of it? Uh, so it kind of goes, man. 
Uh, it's just different. It's just different. It's like a different kind of stress. It, so people that I think where a lot of people like struggle is that when they're really good at their job in the army and then they come to recruiting and then they suck at it or they're just not good at it or whatever, it like hurts them. Like they don't know how to like react to that because sometimes it's just out of their control. Like yeah, the one thing recruiting school doesn't prepare you for is the amount of rejection you're going to get. Like if you, <laughs> if you have to go out and hunt people like that, like, you know what I'm saying? You got to just go out there and like, Hey, do you want to join? Hey, do you want to join like that way? Then it's going to be a tough time for you. But if you can build it to where you're like a referral recruiter, like that's kind of where mm-hmm. I'm at now is like, I just can get referrals. People are like, Oh, join, like talk to this guy. He's good. And I've been in for a while and I'm not real pushy about it. Like if they want to join, I'm there to help them. But if they don't, I don't make commission, so not really a big deal. <laughs> no skin off my nose. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just like I, I don't ever, I don't ever want to be so stressed about work that I have to worry about them. Like I don't want them to control how my, like if I can day to day and night. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Career. Mm-hmm. So for the work schedule, though, man, I've had it for a while here. I had it good, like working ten to five Monday through thursday and fridays it was like a short day casual clothes um and it was cool then just like any other job you get some new leadership and things can change and now we're working nine to seven eight to six uh and you know just different leadership styles uh Mm -hmm. and it's it can be more stressful than than it was and less stressful than it maybe was and so kind of all over but right now we're yeah. working a we're working a heavy schedule jeez i mean new leadership it, from that means that that means some guy from the big army just came recruiting and he's trying to bring his big army ideas to to recruiting is what that, that what i hear but no no it no, is no. what it's, it is it's people who have been in recruiting for a long time like oh you know what i'm saying because it's like senior yeah. recruit yeah New, yeah. So the new people to recruiting are always at the bottom. Like they start off as recruiters, and then the people that have been in the longest, like first aren't just like the infantry. Like you gotta mm-hmm. work your way up to school. You know, yeah. leader, team leader, platoon sergeant. Yeah, like that. So, uh, yeah, just you know, we got a new, we got a new first aren't recently. So, mm, I don't like that face. But hey, you'll get through it, man. You're too cool of a guy for that first yeah. aren't. Uh, yeah, you'll you'll. Give us names. We'll edit it out. <laughs> we'll get them. Uh, yeah. So let me see here. Um, so what's what's it like? Do you, do you um, or what was actually COVID like when when COVID hit? Were you chilling? Because that's what I thought in my head. I was like, man, COVID hit. Recruiters ain't doing shit right now. They're just chilling and collecting a check. Was it crazy? Was is that true? Like, what was going on during COVID? So for a little while, yeah. So at the beginning, when they did like all the lockdowns, what was that like March, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, they like they shut down meps so when you couldn't process anymore like mm-hmm. they still wanted you to go like find people and recruit and this and that but it was like okay so you want me to do a virtual appointment with this guy and then tell him hey but you can't join like because meps <laughs> yeah. shut down like so <laughs> like teasing him yeah exactly so it, it was pretty chill uh for that um it was weird though because you were like doing like i was doing a um appointments like this like on a mm-hmm. computer 
because I'd have like my normal people reaching out like through social media or whatever that like knew about me or they got my number from someone else. And I was like, yeah, man, I'll sit down with you and, you know, go over the benefits and blah, blah, blah. Um, so I was just doing appointments like this, but then, uh, then once we could all get back in the office, we were like ready, ready to get back in there and do it that way. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just easier to, yeah, just more personable and as it should be like, it's a big decision in people's lives. Yeah. I, re- yeah, I remember that. I, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd want to join. Like if I was all virtual, I need to be there in person and it's, it's a whole different vibe when you're there in person. You know what I mean? Like just being brand new and wanting to join the army, you like, you look at recruiters and you're like, man, these guys are cool. Cause you see them in uniform and you're like, man, I want to be like that. Yeah. Then you kind of join and you're like, Oh, it's not everything as I thought it was, but it's still yeah, cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've been doing it for a long time too, but um, yeah. And that's the thing, what, like for me and you, it's just like a regular, like it's not anything like it's lost that, like maybe uh like special, like, Whoa, I'm in the army. This is yeah. crazy. Like now it's just like, yeah, man, like it's just my job. It's not, you know, this is my job. Deal. Yeah. It's just what I do. Um, what are, uh, like, what are some, like some, I don't want to say bad situations, but like what, what is like happened where you just weren't expecting it or like, or like example, like I, you remember Sergeant Mangus, right? He was a recruiter and he came to us and I was like, man, that must be chill. And he's like, fuck no, man. Like I had to deal with parents yelling at me cause they didn't want their kids to join uh you know it's just getting cussed out and doing like has uh, has that stuff happened to you as well like you, you like you know what i mean yeah a lot of people man a lot of people ask a lot of people are supportive of the military until you ask them to be a mm-hmm. part of the military then they're like why yeah. would anyone <laughs> why like why would anybody like i it's crazy man it's crazy because the the how people look at the army from the outside in is nuts. Mm-hmm. Like their perspective of it is insane from how it really is. Like, yeah. It, how many times have we been at work and we're just like, we just like are just chilling, like just chopping it up, go to lunch for like what, not two doing hours. Yeah. Like, yeah, go like, we go get like sushi for lunch for like two hours and then come back. And we're all <laughs> yeah. Hungry. Like, I mean, there's time. I think I'm going to join. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like there's times that it sucks and you're like living in the field and, and stuff like mm-hmm. that but that's also kind of the job we did or you do yeah. currently and then i did mm-hmm. you know back in the day um but man like their perspective is just so crazy and then when you were like hey like you know just is your if you're doing cold calls that's like probably the hardest because oh, i can imagine are, that that sounds terrible cold calls are gonna be the hardest so because people talk to you wild on the phone mm-hmm. and then like you know what i'm saying like like the same person that was like like f you click or like you know like f the army click and then i don't know if you yeah. swear on the podcast or whatever so yeah you uh, can do whatever you want man yeah so yeah when yeah it's a christian podcast all right good i was just making sure what the rules <laughs> you were. can say the n-word though <laughs> no no <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> I, I think, I, I'm, I'm gonna just chill um <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, like you get somebody who's like, fuck you click. And then, Mm -hmm. and then you're like, man, if I was to see you like in person and approach you, like, Hey, are you interested? They'd be like, Oh no, thank you. Like great day, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right. It's just this, this, it's their, their internet tough, man. They're, they're over the phone tough, man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what, I guess I might've got a little off question there off topic, but uh well no it's fine man (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, you still go to you go to high schools and stuff too. Like, what's that like going to high schools? Like, so that's my favorite thing to do is like do a classroom presentation. Like, sit down in front of students and go over the army because I don't like I can go like, hey, this is the like I go over pay, I go over like you know day to day leave all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like promotion systems, how you select your job, but it's like more so like teaching them like, hey, we're even though we're in the army, we're still the same unique like individuals that we were before mm -hmm. we joined. Like if you're like night, if you're into techno and cars <laughs> and that's just your shit, like you're still going to be that way when you join, that doesn't like go away. You don't become like yeah. some robot that is like, they just think like you join all of a sudden you get like a high and tight and, mm -hmm. and like <laughs> just start like going nuts <laughs> all the time. Like, yeah. So I, man, I don't know. It, it's from the movies, you know. That's that's probably what I think, you know. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh! Like, I think a, a big part of it too, like early, like years ago. I mean, now it's dying down, but like everyone just thought automatically, oh, you're gonna go to war and you're gonna die. Like, you know, it was so political back in those days. You know what yeah. I mean? And still, kind of even now, like now it's like, oh, you're gonna go to war and you're gonna go do this, and you're like, man, I wish I can go to war, but like we're not going anymore. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. Well, that that was like another like um, misconception. A lot of people just thought like, oh, you're just gonna go die, or oh, you're you're fighting. Yeah. You're Bush's fighting war, Obama's war, or, or whatever. Blah, blah. Yeah, and it's just like no. I mean, no. Yeah. Like it's it, it's not as like, intense as like that. So that was like the same thing, right? It was like a big part of our when I was on deployment was to guard a school so kids can mm -hmm. learn because yeah, they, some people don't want them to learn in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. And like when they're like, "Oh, you're gonna go there and die for oil," I was like, "Well, hear me out. Like, I don't want to say I'm a subject matter expert, but I was there." uh and mm -hmm. this was actually what we did like and it was like everything like we played soccer with you know people in afghanistan we mm -hmm. put bread we ate like that's you know it, it was a i liked it it was a good experience yeah um but man you get those people who are like especially like right now it's not as bad because most of my time in recruiting trump was president and man yeah. everybody i'll never join under trump's president like <laughs> blah, blah blah and it was like all right like Okay. <laughs> like, we should like, have. A lot of people were getting paid when Trump took over. Yeah. Well, they. it's crazy because they think, like, he's, like, our direct, like, boss. Like, I see him every <laughs> yeah. day. In, like, like, he oversees meeting. everything, and he yeah. yeah, he's making all these wild decisions. Yeah, yeah he's like, yeah. yeah, exactly. He's like, hey, Sark Oslin, what do you got going on for the day? Report to me. Like, <laughs> are you on schedule? Like, Well, Mr. President. Yeah, because people say stuff like that all the time, and I'm like, believe it or not, I, n I never met the guy, so... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. He could, he could be cool. Sergeant Gosling, how's the Ohio recruiting station doing today? Yeah, exactly. Like, he just calls me on my cell phone. <laughs> like, oh, you know, it's good, President. That's all. It's doing good down here, Mr. President. Okay. Double it. Yeah. <laughs> Double it. <laughs> what, um, what, because I know when you, when you join the Army, you can get bonuses, right? Like, what's the biggest bonus, like, someone's ever gotten? Because since I've been in the army, I got only one bonus, and I've been over eight years, and I got like eighteen hundred dollars. And these fucking new privates, bro, are coming in. Yeah, I signed like a two-year, three-year. I got like twenty thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, and I'm like, oh my gosh, bro, get out of here! Like, we hate new privates that come in because they're making so much money. Like, what are some bonuses that are being handed out right now, and that you've done before? So bonuses are. It, so if you have a GD, you don't qualify for a bonus most of the time mm. it's it's very Maybe you should rare stay in school kids exactly get the high school diploma <laughs> um 
So it comes down to like your test score, it comes down to your education level, and then it comes down to the job that you pick, right? Like mm -hmm. if you want to be some like soup, like firefighter, right? That the job itself is kind of like the bonus, but if you want to be infantry, you probably hook you up. Uh, but it, it, <laughs> honestly, if it's there, we're going to give it to you. And if it's not there, then it's not there. But the highest mm -hmm. that I've probably done is 20, 20k for three years. So much money. Yes. So, um, yeah, it's been 20k is probably the highest. But man, I feel you, what? bro. Like, I, I've had two yeah. bonuses now. But I missed out on uh, a re-enlistment bonus. I missed out on 29 G's by a day, by one day. Oh, dude! It, yeah, I think oh, I think I, I, I missed lost out sleep on... over it. I lost sleep over it, and for sure. <laughs> I missed out. I I, I re-enlisted uh, for like four years, and then like a couple months later, they were offering people to just extend one year and get ten thousand dollars, and I'm like. God damn it! I just did four years, and I didn't get. No I didn't even get a. Usually they give you like a cup or a backpack or a t-shirt. I didn't even get that, bro. I, I didn't even get my that recruiter either. didn't give me a t-shirt. I don't. Ha I didn't get nothing, man. Man, they did you dirty. They did. Like, no, I didn't get no swag, no nothing. I've re-enlisted a couple times already. I you haven't get like a nothing. K bar, or like a nice coffee mug, or a backpack. Nothing. But... I never. I the only thing I got was like, like I said that bonus. I never got anything cool. I never got a mug. I never got you a shirt, either. a yeah. book. Me neither, man. Even my recruiter didn't give me nothing. I think he gave me dog tags with my name on it, and that was it. And it, it didn't even look cool. What's um? What's that thing where you, you told me where you re-enlist and then you go to whatever place you want? Like a wish list? No, remember when you went to the Waffle House? Oh yeah. Oh. So when you well, <laughs> yeah. So so when you when you re-enlist, um, you you do a re-enlistment ceremony, right? And uh, all it is is just you put your hand up and you're like, hey, pretty much it's it's like um. It's I forgot what the speech is or whatever, but it's pretty much like you're just re-enlisting and just you raise your right hand. It's like your oath. Like, oh, I decided to. Re yeah, it's your, you give your your oath or whatever. But when you do your re-enlistment ceremony, you can go. You can pretty much do it wherever you want and have whoever you want. So I my first time I re-enlisted, I did it in front of Waffle House uh, <laughs> when I was in Georgia. So we had the flag, I had my right hand up, and then we were doing it right in front of a Waffle House. Uh, the second time I did it, I did it at the beach when I was in Hawaii in front of a lagoon, and then we 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 played in the water or whatever. You know, the, that morning. Bunch like, of dudes. Some people are wild, man. Some people stick. are just yeah. Some people are just super cool, but with it. But I did mine in front of Waffle House to be funny. I, and, I think uh, I remember somebody somebody said they wanted to do it on top of uh, First Art's desk. I've I seen. Think, I've seen. Yeah, I've heard was, about that. I before. think it was First Art Quick. Yeah. And they were uh, like, "You did yeah. you have you had him? Yeah." Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that they were like, "Yeah, I want to do it on his desk," and he was like, "Okay." Like I think that they thought he was gonna <laughs> care, but he was just like, "All right, dude, like sure." Yeah, you can pretty much for the most part you can do whatever you want. Dudes have done it like in the middle, in the back of helicopters. I've seen some dudes like they went scuba diving and they did it underwater. Yeah, I've like, seen those. Some man, of, those are yeah. sick. Yeah, some of those are super cool. Like I said, there was like I said, there was a dude. I think he did his. On, he was he was at Ranger Battalion. He did his in the back of a helicopter, and then he rappelled out of it, and then they they run they ran a mission or whatever. Yeah, you know? I've seen people do like skydiving, and then they mm -hmm. do it like once they hit the ground, they like get a little ceremony quick thing together. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, they take that. Stuff, yeah, and like, I did mine in front of Waffle House. Yeah, because you can't like I don't think there's any I don't I don't know if there's like a 
I, they just like let you do it. Like I don't think there's any real rules to it. Like there's just like all right. Yeah, sure, well, man. I mean, it's it's kind of your day. You know, you're signing your life away for however many more years. You know what I mean? I think they the army deserve. You know, should give you that a little bit. You know, and yeah. People just do it. Like you can have the most wildest requests, and they're like, okay, who do you want to be there? And I'm like, uh, just I guess just headquarters or whatever. <laughs> you know, what yeah. I mean, I wanted the whole company. I, I thought that would have been funny, like an entire company in front of the parking lot of a Waffle House, but then I, I chickened out last second, and I was like, nah, yeah, it was too late, so I just got headquarters. But yeah, that's always pretty cool when you when you, uh, when you you see that. You'll yeah. see it on, like, a lot of pictures and stuff come up. That's always cool. Yeah, and to back to Especially, this thing, yeah. like, the wish list. So, you, you can kind of pick your, like, in your re-enlistment contract like hey i want to go here as my next duty station or whatever yeah yeah a lot of the time like first re-enlistment i don't know how like you know a lot of the time you can always request where you want to go a lot of people want to go overseas or go to germany or hawaii or whatever and a lot of the time they let you do that so that's always pretty cool yeah that's how when it comes to recruiting do you get a wish list too or no uh so yeah actually recruiting is pretty cool um once you reclass you get a my you'll have a link anyways in like our recruiting website Mm mm-hmm or like what we use and in there it lets you like list like battalions um and you can list like cleveland columbus tampa la Mm -hmm. like and you just go all the way down like you put your preferences in and then there's a little comment section and you can uh you can put in like hey i want to go here because my family's from there or hey i want to you know i appreciate what you guys do i always try to like you know I try, you know, I try to like boost them up. So in the comments, I'm like, "Hey, I appreciate yeah. what you guys do. Thanks for helping us out. Like, have a good day, right?" Because maybe they read it. And yeah. Like, damn, this guy is super chill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, border. Yeah, damn, this guy is real chill. Maybe I should, uh, maybe I should hook them up. Because um, they read, they must have read my comments because I put New England Battalion, um, and I'm going to Maine in August, and I put mm-hmm. New England Battalion, which covers Maine in my comments because it wasn't an actual option in the drop down. So they must have read that and then hooked me up, hopefully, or they were just like, This white boy's definitely going to Maine. Like, you know, because they kind of put you like where you're from, right? Like Yeah. Yeah. It's unlikely <laughs> that I'd ever work in like LA. Like, it's just unlikely. Um what are what are some like uh I guess like some negative associations with recruiters like um well because i rem- like like well from i guess from people trying to join like you said and compared to like a lot of um like do you ever get any feedback from dudes who like after they've done their basic and they get there like do you ever get the like oh you lied to me and this and that or no because i remember a lot of people are like oh your recruiter lied to you and it's like well no he didn't he i don't like i don't know what it is but there's there's always that negative thing about like recruiters like lying to you and I'm yeah. like, no man, all the ones that I met and stuff were pretty cool. I think people just like hate their lives. I don't know what it is. They just want to blame somebody. Probably people who don't listen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I've I've always done I've always at least done my best to like keep it straight up. Like I'll have people yeah. come in and they're like, "I want to be infantry," and I'm like, "How about we sit down and we talk about it for a little bit?" <laughs> and like, because they're like, yes. "Yeah," I, they're like, "I want to run around with a gun and blah 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 and this and that." I was like. Bro, it sounds cool and it is kind of cool, but it sometimes it's really hot and that shit gets really heavy. Like, oh, for real? <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, bro, I never even around, thought about that. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like when you tell them, like when they're like running around with a gun and then like you know, I don't know, fifty to sixty pounds of gear, like 
sounds cool but when you're doing it it doesn't feel as cool as it sounded like <laughs> it feels really hard uh yeah <laughs> like i try it's to not like cool waking up like before five in the morning putting it all on and just doing it all day sun up sun night Ugh, yeah it's, it's fun but it's just so miserable at times yeah i would so i i try to like just keep it straight up with everybody because i've put most of predominantly i put infantry like dudes in dudes that pick mm-hmm. infantry um so they so far i haven't had anybody like this is not what you told me like i was like look like you're gonna have bad leaders you're gonna have good leaders you're gonna have bad Mm -hmm. days you're gonna have good days like it's gonna be everything in between um so yeah it's been good i haven't had anybody personally like hey you know you piece of shit blah 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 like (laughs) they've always been cool i have my complainers though like I just recently went through a thing. I got a, a dude I put in. He's like failing height and weight and, you know, this and that. And he's got like all these height, like excuses. I was like, bro, ultimately, like mm-hmm. you failed height and weight. Like you got to fix that. He's like, well, my yeah. shit, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, like, all right. <laughs> Blaming other people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, well, that pizza, I had to eat it. Like, or whatever. I'm like, look, man, like ultimately it's on you. Like, So, but he's a good dude. He just, he's. So he just needs a sometimes yeah. somebody to somebody um, to have you in. have you put any um any females in the infantry? I have not. Uh, mm. I've had. Is it few... is it weird? Is it weird? Kind of was it weird at first dealing with females? I guess as a recruiter, like doing stuff like that. Yeah. So my first, you know how it is in the infantry. Like my first That's female weird. I ever worked with was in recruiting. Like she was just another recruiter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've only put in or I've only helped join, I guess would be the best way to say it. Uh, like four females maybe in, you know, Mm -hmm. three years. Um, just because it's like the infantry, man. Like when you're in there, they're like, don't look at the females. Don't talk to them. Like they're just like, Hey, yeah, it's true. It's a hundred percent true. Because then if you, if you don't there, you won't ever get in any trouble with them. Right. So like, I kind of brought that same like mentality to recruiting to where like, and it's almost unfair. Like I like maybe there's a female that wants to join and all she needs is a, Hey, are you interested in the army? Like opener. But I just like mm-hmm. pass her by because that's just a, how we were raised in the army in a way. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Cause uh, I never worked with females at all until I got here to Washington and I guess the battalion I'm in, I guess the battalion commander, he wanted all the females to prove some weird point. And unfortunately, like a lot of the females are getting kicked out because they physically either can't hang or it's just it's weird because as soon as I got there, I was like, I need to stay away from these females because, you know, it's just different. You know, you feel like you're going to say or act the wrong thing because because as infantry, it's it, there's a certain style and it's just a certain way of being infantry. You know what I mean? The way you talk and the way you act and stuff. And you can't do that around women, you know, <laughs> like everything you do is yeah. just insane. Yeah. And it's crazy because like. On the other hand to that, you'll have chicks who are just right there, like, they joke with the best of them, they're like, mm-hmm. I or die about everything, they're just, they're one of the, like, they're one of the homies, like, it's just like, okay, what's up, yeah. like, it's no different, um, but we kind of take that, we kind of don't even give them the opportunity to, like, be that way, which is unfortunate, but I forgot, yeah. in Carson, uh, we had female medics, that was like our, they brought them in as our line medics, so yeah uh, i've had that before too we had yeah. that in hawaii and i thought that was the weirdest thing and yeah one of them 
kept filing like sexual harassment things because dudes were talking so stupid and i'm like why are you talking that way in front of a female period but yeah exactly yeah it, it for sure it, it's it's definitely hard but i mean that's just the way things are swinging now yeah um but it was cool like our female medics uh i still talk to one like pretty regularly like me and her mm-hmm. are just like like friends so it's cool in that way i forgot i forgot about that because they weren't in our platoon so i didn't really yeah. like, work with them they were just in the company um yeah. but yeah in in i've had some we've had i haven't personally had it but we have had some females come in and say oh i want to be infantry and then they're like i'm the only infantry guy in the office so they're like why don't mm-hmm. you go sit down with sergeant goslin and just talk about it and then after that they're like you know what <laughs> uh maybe maybe not or is like i had a uh she's in basic training right now she just left like a couple weeks ago um like short girl uh went to the high school she was i put her in in between her junior to senior summer um mm-hmm. and she went up there she out of she had a whole list of jobs and picked tanker and like Damn, i had no I, I had no idea she she was just like <laughs> i asked her i was like why'd you pick tanker she's like well if i'm gonna do the thing i'm gonna just do it like i'm gonna do it for real yeah <laughs> i was like all right cool Ooh. like <laughs> i'm about it like at least you get to drive everywhere yeah for sure so um yeah what's it what's it like going back to like your old high school and stuff after all these years was that weird yeah was there still some teachers there or what was that like yeah i thought that it was gonna be cooler uh sorry i gotta respond to somebody so i thought that it had to i thought it was gonna be cooler than what it was i thought like coming to Mm -hmm. my hometown recruiting was gonna be easy i'm like look man like i found success in the army like it almost forces you into success as long as you kind of like roll with it. Right. Mm-hmm. We've had those dudes who like push back and then they're like, well, I just can't, I can't make any progress or I can't do this. And it's like, sometimes you just mm-hmm. got to roll with it and it'll, it'll just suck you in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, but I came back to like, I didn't realize how unsupportive my high school was it's the same thing like anybody else like they thank you for your service until it's time to ask them like yeah okay until it's time to ask them to sacrifice something then it's like oh not not me not my like not my what are some like what are some other things you do besides go to high schools you do like state fairs and what like what else do you do like where do you go like to get people so i've i've done a lot of stuff (laughs) i got if if you if you think that if you think that like it's a good i like if you come up with the idea, so this is what I like about recruiting, is you kind of have the freedom to do whatever you think will work. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever you think will get somebody in the door that's interested in the Army, right? Um, yeah. So, for instance, I got the Army to, like, you can put in a request to, like, put up, like, a table at an event, right? Like a fair, mm-hmm. we take, like, a rock wall to the county fair, and we bring, like, a Humvee and stuff like that and then we just you know we hand out like lanyards and people climb the rock wall Mm -hmm. and if they want to join cool and if they don't cool too you know you get everybody and their uncle that comes up and goes hey do you know tyler smith he joined the (laughs) army he's he's a cook in the army yeah exactly and it's like no man i i don't like (laughs) like sorry bro like everybody thinks that you're gonna like know someone uh or it's true or they, yeah it's weird. Or they, man every, every he, he couldn't cut it fuck that guy 
exactly. I hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> or or you have everybody that like wants to tell you like, well, I would have joined back in whenever, mm. but uh, <laughs> those are the best. Yeah, it's like I would have okay, joined man. or nah. If the drill sergeant got in my face, I'd punch him. It's like no, yeah, he wouldn't. Like, okay, man. <laughs> like oh, I hate to yell that. My my great grandfather joined, so I I know a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that all the time, man. It's like uh, well, you know, my great uncle was in vietnam and it was like get gettysburg <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> he was in the civil war man it was told me about it i'm like did he we he have a like, long family tradition and uh i saw drugs yeah so, uh... <laughs> so but like county fairs i got a sponsored event to go to a midget wrestling match sick <laughs> <laughs> it was cool man uh i did some mma fights that was cool we got like a table set up there and they let us do an enlistment ceremony for a future soldier, uh, which is like somebody who's joined but hasn't went to basic training yet. Yeah. So he got to do his enlistment ceremony in the octagon, which was kind of cool. Uh, or in the cage, have you I guess. have you done uh, football games like college or pro? Uh no, I uh yeah. So I've gone to the Browns games, Cleveland Browns, because that's mm-hmm. the stadium up here, and I've held the flag on the field a couple times. I've been to that's so cool two or three of those. Yeah, and then they give you free tickets to like. Um, to the game right and then you go up there and everybody and their mom is trying to buy you a beer because you're like if you don't bring a ticket you're, you're still in uniform and like your whole yeah, row is when you're when you were in uniform that's a free ticket to like food to pretty much anything you're here yeah. to everybody and you're like, they're like they're like get a beer not. you know you got like the drunk <laughs> like there are they've been tailgating all day and then you get up there like <laughs> right after you know right after the kickoff and they're like get them some beer like all right man like thanks <laughs> thanks for that 30 dollar beer like um i you know what i regret is i we have a super cool uh concert venue here called blossom music center and it's like a super awesome like outdoor uh like music venue and who is it uh who's that country singer uh brad paisley right so sure yeah so anyways <laughs> They let you go. He, he asked for like veterans to come to his thing, or like you know, they ask us, and I turned it down. Uh, two years, I turned it down so somebody else from the office could go. Um, mm-hmm. And they let you get on stage with them, and then you get to hang out on stage at a like a private bar that he has for the whole concert, Sick. like you and your family or whoever. And uh, man, I, I I saw the pictures of like my homies that went, and I just was like, man, I I really wish I would have done that. So. <laughs> Yeah, you get some cool opportunities in recruiting that you don't really get in the army. Like our. Uh, so you. No, go no, ahead. Go, go ahead. for it. No, 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 no. no I, was, I was gonna say. So you're going to Maine now? Yeah, I'm going to Maine, bro. Like the tippy. The, I'm in there. Tippy the top. Tippy top. Bro. I'm a southern. I'm a southern Canadian now. <laughs> when are you going to to Maine? So I go to SLC uh, in July. Um, mm-hmm. and then I, right after I come back, I have like 10 working days and I'm, I, P, I PCS. So August, mid August, I'm going to, do you still have all your gear and stuff or did you, is that all turned in? So, uh, no, I still have it all. I went actually, I was wondering that. Yeah. I told them, I was like, Hey, cause they take like when I cleared Carson, uh, they mm-hmm. took my, my vest. So I was like, yeah. Hey, can I sign out a vest like in recruiting and mm-hmm. my my leadership like my xo and stuff took care of it and they hooked me up i i when i was at knox um which is 
I don't know. It's in Kentucky, if anybody was wondering. But yeah. When I went to Knox, that's where recruiting, uh, recruiting school is, I ended up going back there to sign out a vest um, so that I could take it with me to, like, set up so people can try it on and, like, yeah. you know, get their cool picture and so the whole nine. So I have a I have a vest set up here, That's but I'm, I'm, like, the only Did you get a play carrier or did you get a – you have an eye? Yeah, I got a play carrier. Oh, you're lucky. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> – <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, don't give me that ACU IOTV. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> keep That's that the thing. word. All that old, all that old stuff. Yeah, you don't want any of that. Yeah. Um. So, so, so like, what, what, what else is like your your favorite parts? Like, you got the concerts. Like, is it pretty cool getting um getting people in? Yes. So my first person that I had joined um was my childhood best friend's little brother. So like, I grew up with their family. Like, as a little kid, like we were we grew up together. We were best friends. And then I put his little, his youngest brother in. Um, and he, so man, it's cool seeing how everybody's paths are different, right? Like, so he was an Mm -hmm. infantry guy. Uh, his first duty station assignment was Korea, but he was in the honor guard. And do you remember on the news when they did the ceremony where North Korea gave the remains back of like American soldiers to us? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he was in the ceremony, like receiving the, I, I think they were caskets probably, mm-hmm. um, or whatever. So he was on like TV, like getting that back. Like, so he's kind of like a part of history in a way, you know what That's I mean? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's picked up Sergeant. He, uh, he's probably going to pick up staff Sergeant, maybe, you know, hopefully yeah. in the future. Um, he's like kind of high speed. He's like one of those dudes. Uh, yeah. And he's just, it's cool seeing people like start to accomplish like goals, right? Like I've been in it now where like, uh, I, we just have another guy, um, his name's Jeff and he's going to, you know, promote the sergeant soon. So it's mm-hmm. cool seeing like them kind of succeeding and like, yeah, that's well cool. and like starting to like get their duty assignments. Like I put this girl in, um, as a combat medic. Um, one of the like only females I've helped and she got mm-hmm. stationed in some like tiny base in Alaska. And I was like, like, how do you feel? And she got there and she's like, it's cool. Like, this is cool. And it's like a small base. So you know how those are like a little bit. Yeah. Those are old base bases. Yeah. yeah. Have you, um, have you got any like, uh, like basic training stories from any, any of the dudes you put in? Like, has there been any wild things that's happened, um, since they've been <sighs> in that you can speak of? Uh, no, not really. Is like, it pretty straightforward now? Well, because I know basic training is a lot softer than what it was back in the day. Yeah, exactly. Sure. I get more contact now from them through basic training. Like, they're calling mm-hmm. me on, like, Wednesdays. And I'm like, what oh, are you doing? No, they're that's... like, oh, we're just, you know, hanging out. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, with your phone? They're like, yeah. It's no big deal. Yeah. We're in Yeah, back three. in the day, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're not supposed to have your phone. Like, you're not so, – so when we were in basic, for sure, you'd get lucky if you get your phone back. You'd maybe get it maybe three or four times at the most in your four or five months that you're in basic training. Well, our our job. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so it's weird when you see these people like, oh, I'm basic training, and they're taking selfies, and it's like, no, like, like – so, How the hell is this – yeah, how the hell is this happening? I remember they like so – yeah spread us out by the like by the cracks on the sidewalk they like spread mm-hmm. us out so that we were all like in formation and then they like started a timer where, like you have 15 minutes on like <laughs> yeah every we had like 10 or so yeah they, yeah they were just like yeah call they were like call your mom let her know that you're safe 
and that's it. And then hang up, turn your phone off, and turn it in. Oh, you know, they're yelling at day. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember, bro. Uh, and I don't know if this is going to make the final cut or not for this episode, but this is Ryan's favorite story, and I've been wanting to say it for a minute. And this, honestly, it's not, it's not going to happen to any of your recruits because I've confirmed this with new recruits, and this is they look at me like it's crazy. But when my first day of actual getting into to, to basic training um, – we we got the shit smoked out of us, you know what I mean? Um, we were, it's, it was bad, you know. You do the shark attack, which they don't do anymore. And the yeah, shark attack is where they yell at you and they move your bags. And we had dudes passing out and fainting, um, you know what I mean? It was wild. And then finally, you're just like, oh, it's nighttime. I just want to shower and go to bed. Yeah. Fuck no. You tow the line. Joe Sargent's like, everybody, get naked right now. And you're like, what? <laughs> so you have like five, four, and you get naked. Everybody go in your bags, get your shaving cream, and, it's, and you're fucking butt-ass naked. And then you have so many seconds, and in between every interval, you're not making it until everybody gets it. You're doing push-ups naked. They're oh, just like, all right, no, everybody man. get in line. Yeah, so this this is what I did back in 2012. <laughs> uh, so we're naked, and he's like, put your shaving cream on your face. And then they're like, you have you have 20 seconds to get in the shower and do this or whatever. And you run to the shower, and they're like, five, four, three, two, one, run around. And you're running around naked. Dudes are slipping. Dicks are flopping everywhere. Like... Oh my gosh, bro! That was what? so wild and bro, I grew yeah, in 2010, so, and that seems insane to me. Yeah, so my drill sergeant was like, first thing he ever told us was like, "My name's, I'm addicted to porn, uh, and I want you guys to tell me where you're from and if your mom's hot." And that was my drill sergeant back in 2012. And this dude, but yeah, that get kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> but this dude, um, yeah, like I said, we. It wasn't. It was both of them, and they were just like, "Everybody, get naked. Go get your shaving cream." And they counted down. You're doing push-ups, and you're not. You're trying to do push-ups to where your dick's not touching the ground, and everyone's like <laughs> at eye level. No one's looking down. Yeah. It was just crazy, bro. Oh. And then like you're still covered in soap and water, and they're like, "Go to bed," and you're just like, um, "You're afraid to leave your bed." You know what I mean? It was just. Yeah. And I, and I tell that to new. I tell that to new privates now. I'm like, "Did you guys ever do that?" And I'm over here smiling, reminiscing about those terrible times, and they're just looking at me like that's psychotic, and they're like. Uh, no, no, sure we didn't. didn't do any of that. So that's crazy. Yeah, oh yeah, and he was recording us too. Apparently, he had his phone set up on the wall, and nobody noticed it. And there was like, there was one or two dudes, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I like to always like fuck with you guys, and I show my wife all these crazy things that we do to you guys." Okay, and yeah, and so that dude's like, probably gonna get okay, kicked out. Okay, you fucking weirdo, airs. but. <laughs> but yeah, he's probably out of the army. I said that was eight years ago, so he's for yeah, sure out of the yeah, army he's, now. He probably got kicked out, bro. That dude sounds nuts. I, so I remember my first shower. Like I, I remember my first showers in the in the army. Like and it was it was the mm-hmm. not exact opposite, but they're like, hey, everybody get in towels, right? But then like in the process of that, they're like, you know, somebody screwed something up or whatever, and they're like, do push ups. Well, this dude was doing push ups naked. He's like, not you, weirdo. Like put a towel on. What the what the fuck's <laughs> the matter with you? Like he's like screaming at him. Like what the not fuck us, are you bro. doing? Yeah, no, you guys were out there just having a little nude colony, and then they and then they <laughs> yeah, then they lined funny. us up. They like lined us up in the hallway, <laughs> but we were all on towels, and you have your soap, so it wasn't like a big deal. Like it's like flip flops, towels. No, not soap, us, right? man. We you were having it. a we were having an orgy. Yeah, it sounds like it, man. And, Y'all were having like a weird yeah. rave. <laughs> and then like uh, we had to put the shaving cream on our face and we had to wait. And, you know, shaving cream's always like 99% menthol. You know what I mean? So we're just standing there <laughs> like, doing push-ups and our faces are burning and turning red. <laughs> yeah, starting to sweat, dude. Like, it's like starting to sweat. Yeah, just sweating like, and you just you have to shave and you're still yeah. sweating and you're getting razor burn. It was just yeah. so bad, man. Wow, this And we had awesome. to shave in front of them now that I remember it. We, gotta, we had to get our canteen cups, fill them up with water, and we had to shave in front of them. 
like what? naked online. Yeah. Dude, get the fuck out of here. I'm serious, bro. I'll never yeah. forget that. And it's we crazy. were so scared that next night, but we only did it that first day. And we were talking to other platoons at one point. They're like, yeah, bro, we had to do that for a week straight. And I was like, God damn, we only did that the first night, thankfully. Dude, I I'm going to look for that video on Pornhub. Yeah, you could probably <laughs> yeah, find it, Yeah, that dude was addicted to porn. He was cool. Na- a group of <laughs> naked guys doing push-ups with shaving cream on. Like, that'd be an easy one to find. It's on there. <laughs> damn, that's wild, bro. That's wild to me. And, like... I've been in, like, we've been in for a minute, bro. That's, that's nuts. <laughs> yeah, they were just, yeah, they were, I mean, back in those days, it was just different, yeah. you know. It's it was crazy. just different, you it's, know what I mean? It was yeah. cool. It's, yeah, it was, still, that's the thing, is, like, me, you can look back at it, and it's just like, eh, whatever. But you get, if you tell that story to somebody who's never even been in, or, like, they haven't joined, mm-hmm. or they're, and they're interested in joining, they're like, uh, what the fuck? Like, no. I, like, <laughs> yeah. Put me on the sign. Like I don't want to be a part of this kind of list. <laughs> well, so, yeah, they don't. They don't. That's what I was saying. Like they don't do that anymore. Obviously, like you'd get in stupid trouble. Like that'd be like yeah. a whole investigation. But back in those days, you could. And I think it was even worse years prior to that because drill sergeants were able to put their hands on you and they would beat you yeah. up and stuff. And yeah. luckily, like they didn't. Do, like they would push us around and stuff, but they would never punch us. Yeah, I, I, I liked my drill sergeants, man. I had a good time. Like, I just. So I feel like you have the two types of people in the army, right? Or like not two, but for me, right? Is like you have the people who only remember the bad times, and then you have the people who kind of like remember all the good times. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you have those people who are just like bitter about like doing yeah. nothing. Like they're like mad that they didn't do anything that day, and it's like, bro, like you like it's chill sometimes. Yeah, a majority of your time in the army is just kind of waiting to do something. The biggest, the first term and the term that I've always stuck with since I've joined the army was hurry up and wait. Oh, yeah. That's like the quote that you're always going to hear. And it's just true. You don't do a lot of stuff and a lot of people hate that. But at the same time, where else are you going to, how are you going to, you know, we get paid a decent amount of money. You know what I mean? And it's like, what other job can you do that to where you can just kind of, you're in a way you're free. You can just kind of go and come as you please sometimes if there's nothing going on. Yeah. Like, how many it's jobs awesome. are there? I, dude, I try telling people all the time. Like, there's no job in the Army. Like, the Army is the most relaxed, not relaxed job in the world. Like, when you're <laughs> yeah. like, hey, man, I got to miss four, three hours of work to go to the dentist. And they're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, like, making sure you go do that <laughs> Yeah, for work. But or if it's you like, went to your regular job, like, yeah. hey, I have a dentist appointment. They're like, well, how much time off do you have? Like, do you, can you afford yeah. those hours? Like, this and that. Like, or like yeah, like a lot gotta... of the time, like you'll 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 plan your appointments like around ten or so, and then you won't come into work at nine thirty. You're like, hey, my appointment's at ten. I'll be back at one. I'm like, all right, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Or like, that's what's people, yeah. That's yeah. what I do love about the army. You're like, hey, man. Like I tell people, like they're like, how like what's a normal day? And I was like, well, you know, I explain like PT and like getting up, and then I go, well, lunch is like an hour and a half, and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah. Like my lunch break is 15 minutes. I'm like, yeah, man, it's an hour and a half. <laughs> like, you go to the gym, you go take a nap, you you go out with the boys and get, you know, whatever you want to eat that day. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it, it's not what you think, man. Some people don't know that you can leave base. Yeah. Like, they That's like how naive it can be is like they don't – or just a misconception is like they don't think that you can – like once you're on base, they think like you're just on it. Like that's it. I'm like, bro, yep. if you wanted to, you could – just go in and out all day. I mean, you probably you can get come and go as you please. Yeah, yeah that's a lot of people. Be like, that. hey, like, why you keep coming through the gate? Like, you're because I can't. Creep, yeah, Don't you're worry about it. Everybody out. 
but yeah, the army, the army is it's it's a it's a it's like I said, a double edged sword. Some days are amazing and some days are boring. Some days are super terrible. But yeah, like uh, I mean, the army, like you said, where else can you do what we do? You know what I mean? Like yeah, do you, you remember uh, what the fuck was that training called? You must have been there. When did you leave Stewart? What year? Mm, Two thousand seventeen. Okay, so you were there. Do you remember Vanguard Focus? Mm-hmm. It, it was March of twenty fifteen. Something like that, yeah. Bro, like one of the worst months of my life. Oh, yeah. It was when it was wet and it was freezing Mm -hmm. cold out in the field. Like freezing cold. Captain Morgan was in charge. Yeah, it was cold. It was wet. We barely got any sleep a lot of those nights. It got so cold and wet that they allowed... They allowed us to start a fire. Yes, to make you remember that? Yes, bro. And that and is I where like, you're not allowed to make a fire, period. Yeah, like but people it was are always so like, cold you guys learn survival skills? I was like, not in the way that you think, man. We learn resi- <laughs> yeah. like resilient skills. We don't really learn, like, they're not like out there with like a bow, like trying to, like, you know, <laughs> let me make a fire yeah. real quick. It's, it's just like, uh, but yes, that dude, ah, man. And it's one of my favorite memories, too. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Sergeant Cherry was my squad leader during that, which, you know, <laughs> yeah. him, bro, he's, I love Sergeant Cherry, man. He's just a good dude. Like he's no yeah. bullshit. He's a guy that joined when he was older. So he doesn't <laughs> yeah. really like care as much. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I got like poison Ivy in my eyes. Cause we bedded down at like <laughs> nighttime. <laughs> so like, <Yeah. laughs> like I get poison Ivy in my eyes and it was when we did that refit and we stayed in the mm-hmm. big tents, and then we got the yeah. showers out there and stuff. So, that was cool. Yeah, that was that, rare. That never happens. Dude, that was the first time I ever saw a laundry bath specialist, which is a job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, laundry bath uh, I remember, because uh, we had, um, I forgot his, what his name was, Sharp. He was a, he was a fueler, and he, he reclassed big, the infantry, big, and we big. walked in these tents. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. walked in these tents, and all out, he's like, where are the cots on all the chairs? And we all started <laughs> laughing at him, because like, nah, bro, we're infantry. We don't, we don't get those luxuries, yeah, yeah. bro. Like, bro, we're just clean off the floor the and go yeah. to sleep. <laughs> yeah, we're pumped up about the tent and the wood floors, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, we, yeah, when we had showers, oh, that was the, because we had been sucking. We were so smelly after like 10 days already, and then, man, Dude. we actually had showers, and then there was like... We I don't th- I don't know if we did it, but that was an Apache mission where we were flying on helicopters, and I was like, man, that was that yes. was pretty miserable, but that was super cool too. Yes, remember we did that like thing where we had to like attack that like I don't even know like I don't even remember. It was the, like a, no, yeah, it was it was like it was, a the, it was like it was the bridge yeah, there was with, a, a, with the Humvee oh, yeah. and the fifty cal mounted on it, but you couldn't. Oh yeah, win. and then there wasn't there wasn't oh bro. So the people who set up that defense they they put um C wire everywhere. C wires the um, the wire Wilbur. thing right. And then there's this LT, right? It's like, it's like barbed over... wire for everybody. That yeah, it's, it's barbed wire, and they're setting it up. But these motherfuckers who set it up, they were trying to win and beat us, right? So they set up barbed wire on the floor and on the trees, like at head level, right? Yeah. And, and so we we're fighting. We're tra- nighttime. It's nighttime. Yeah. We're attacking we, with like night vision. We, yeah, we, we attacked them at night, and we're tr- yeah, we attacked them at night, and we're trying to advance. We're trying to take out these Humvees and stuff, right? And all of a sudden we hear medic ceasefire ceasefire and we're like what happened? Uh, Lieutenant Wilver sliced his throat on sea wire and we're like what the fuck just happened right? Yeah. So like he his his neck is bleeding like crazy and he just like and he was a cool dude and, like super cool and he he like he's just holding his neck he's like does anybody got a cigarette? Yes like, I remember. Bro you just sliced his neck. And like they were like <laughs> uh sure and like they hooked him up. 
Yeah, they're like, you need to go. This this is gonna get infected. Yeah, they we like start, switch it up. And... You know it's serious once everybody once everybody <laughs> turns on a real flashlight, like a white light flashlight. Yeah. You know it's serious. You're like, oh shit. yeah, exactly. Like, white lights white, are on. Yeah, there. white light flashlights are not a thing when you're training, and it's yeah. like when you see that white light, it's like okay, game game over. Stop stop Dude, playing. So I uh, what platoon were you in then? Second. Second platoon. Yeah, second. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I remember when we were all like in a file, which is just like you're following one behind another, and we were going mm-hmm. through all the swamps to like get in position to attack, and mm-hmm. it was like pouring rain. Now to everybody else that's not in the army, it sounds sick. They're like, "Dude, it's raining. You're in night visions. You're walking through a swamp. No. This sounds like it's exactly out of Call of Duty." Like, <laughs> and I'm just like, it was like kind of cold, but not exactly like if you stopped, you would get cold. But if you were yeah. moving, you were fine. And I remember everybody, like, kind of under their breath, like, God, dude, this is bullshit. Like, we couldn't <laughs> yeah. fucking find a dry... Like, we're, like, all on, like, wait, like knee-deep water everywhere we go. They're like, we couldn't find a fucking dry path to follow, blah, blah. And I remember Cherry, Sergeant yeah. Cherry, was right in front of me. He turns around with night vision on. As it's pouring rain and we're standing in, like, this swamp. He's like, hey, bro, um, are you wet? And it was like... I probably laughed about it for, like, <laughs> fucking, like, the next, like... like 300 feet i like couldn't stop laughing i was like nah man i'm not wet he's like everybody's bitching about being wet <laughs> and that's just like old man cherry like that's oh, what you man. expect out of him yeah but man like that, man, so that those are just probably, some like, of the worst best times of your life yeah it was the worst field problem i've ever had but it was also like some of the best memories i've ever had uh yeah it was cool because you're sucking and then when i remember that last day too because i think we hit a village also yes yeah, so we just that kept village. dying and we we yeah, we were behind these Humvees, right? And we were, like, in a file behind these Humvees, and they were giving us cover. We had these loom rounds, and, like, we were just I we had were crushing it. Like we, I had, I had like, an absurd fucking amount of loom rounds. Because everyone did, like, bro. As soon as that thing started dimming out, boom, 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 everyone yeah, would just, just like It was cool. And I thought about how fucking nuts that was. Like, mm-hmm. they, they, like, I had, like, probably, legitimately, I think I had, like, over 20 because yeah, I was the everyone only grenadier did. in our platoon. The other one, like, got I had one, too. Yeah. And so, dude, I'm just, like, walking next to this Humvee, like, and then my, like, I forget, I had, like, one of the privates behind me. I was like, hey, can you, and they were just, like, hand, reaching in my backpack and, like, handing mm-hmm. me another one. Like, like, bro, it was the coolest, like training was event because cool. it's just loom rounds after loom round after loom round and if you had one you understand like yeah it's, it's cool because like you, you rarely yeah you rarely yeah you rarely get that kind of ammo you're lighting up and you can finally see the best part of loom rounds is you can see yeah, it's, it there's really no more dark shit up yeah like, it, it's it's like the sun's coming out you're like oh my gosh this is amazing and it was cool because we were we were there was humvees they were giving us support they're like shooting village these and we, 50 cows yeah and, so we, we hit else, a village. We yeah. yeah, we cleared out this whole village. It was fucking cool. Like yeah. it's it's the best when you you you're miserable leading up to it, and then as soon as you hit that objective and you you crush it, that's like the best feeling ever. Well, and it was crazy too because everybody else had uh like like you know blanks. They had like fake rounds, but mm-hmm. they had the miles gear or whatever. Yeah, uh, lasers. But we had like real fucking rounds. Like we were shooting like <laughs> yeah. real. I was like I. Just, <laughs> I should shoot somebody with one of these motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, damn. That shit was cool, man. That was a cool field problem, bro. Uh, that one dude, uh, I think he, like, dislocated his knee, fell in that fucking pit, and then one of the OCs fell in the pit. That, like, <laughs> yeah. big, by the berm, there was that big-ass, like, mm-hmm. pool of water. Like, dude, I just remember seeing this guy with nods. He was, like, one of our graders, and he, like, falls in mm-hmm. this fucking, like, 
four foot, maybe it was like three or four feet deep, but it's just filled with water. And then he gets out, yeah. bro, and under nods, I can like see like all the water just go like out of his top and shit. <laughs> I was like, damn, that guy's pissed. Yeah, it's the worst, man. Once you get wet, it's just like this is dumb. But, but see, yeah, and like like I said, the, these are just some of the like like the times you know what i mean like like i said they were just the worst best times that you can have in your life and, yeah. and that's really what it's about you know what i mean yeah and i and tried th- this me- was years ago this was what five what five six years ago this is a long time yeah, ago. six years yeah and mm-hmm. i try telling people about these like stories like you know this field problem and this one and blah blah, blah and like these are like my big memories mm-hmm. and like sometimes like to that like to us it's just like yeah it was just like a day at work like it's whatever another but, day in the office yeah but to be fair there's jobs that are like they, they'll touch a gun what twice a year yeah it's rare maybe basic training and if they have to qualify they'll use their guns or whatever but yeah um or weapons however you know yeah you want to get real real army about but it. yeah um yeah all right so unfortunately we have to cut this early because ryan does have an appointment but yeah. like you can you can hear the excitement between me and Goslin, you know what I mean? Like we were in it back in the day, and it, I mean it's I mean, still shit, a thing. You still you know are, I mean? bro. Yeah, I'm still in it, unfortunately. Yeah. But I mean, there are some good and some bad times. But I mean, you know, this is just some of the stuff the army has to offer, and just we can go on for days and days, you know what I mean? But we're over that hour mark already. Yeah. But we'll get okay. Goslin again, and we're just we'll shoot the shit some more. But yeah, man. Honestly, Child thank you, Goslin. Um, get Maze on for being man. here. And um, give us uh, give them one more plug about of your your uh, your IG and your your recruiting station. Yeah, so I uh, just Cuyahoga Falls recruiting office um, in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio, and then my uh, my social media at the moment is Goss G O S S underscore Father. That's just Instagram. That's the best way to uh, to get a hold of me. There um, you go. So that's it. Again, hey, Goslin, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for being here, man. So hopefully you guys learned a lot of things, and we'll have them again. And we'll, We'll, we we spent a good couple years together, and we will we'll we'll get some more stories. But with that, Ryan, sign us off. Yeah, good meeting you, Ryan. Yeah, same here. Appreciate everybody listening, and uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs>